There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. This is the morning sickness, and it is uh, It's a sort of an election day. It's a primary day. Good, good Lord, you get to choose people, and then all these commercials with... With uh, Jim Lehman and that weird gong and Breakmasters. And- Arizona's in the spotlight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're big on it. Jim Lehman play joke. That's my favorite one, that Chinese commercial. That's going away after today, which disappoints me. Damn it. Uh, the Carrie Lake and uh, Karen Taylor Robeson cat fight that's been going on for four months now has to turn into them being friends. This is going to be the best transition of all the politics, is that these two who absolutely... You couldn't put them in a kitchen together and not have them fight. We'll now have to support whoever wins. And they both said they would. They hate each other up until uh, 7 tonight when they're, you know, totally in support of the We'll team them. up either way. Completely. This was all a show. Nothing is real. Sheriff Joe's trying to be the mayor of Fountain Hills, which I find fantastic because the opponent he has is named Dickie. It's a girl, woman named Dickie. And I actually heard him say, no, Dickie. Vote Joe. I'm like, well, this is perfect. Beat that dicky. I'm going to beat that dicky right in a submission today in the primary. He'll be 90. I've uh, I've not sent in a ballot. I do it live. I do it in person. And uh, I don't know. I just skip it. <laughs> it seems like everybody sucks so bad. It's like what. There's a lot of people that feel the uh, same really way. I'm looking at this. You know what? Really frustrating. Everybody is blind to the idea that gas prices have fallen like a dollar in the last two weeks, right before primary elections and the new, the, you know, November elections. Like, well, if we, I thought it was like Russia and Ukraine and all these things that are so hard for us to control, and but they can dump. Oh no, it's the tax. Bull crap. It's all. We're happy, like I've always said. They drive it up to a point where we flip out, and then they pull it back a dollar. And we're like, oh, it's only four bucks now. A, a month ago, it was five, and we're happy at four dollars, where it was like two ninety a couple months ago. But they 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 manipulated the tar out of our brains. It's all just so phony. It's 
just a coincidence. It is all coincidental. <laughs> it's just none of it has anything. You know, blame, 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 and then look what we've done. I mean, we couldn't control any of those gas prices. It was Ukraine, and we had trouble with this, and there was a thing. And the, But now it's like, oh, we can drop it. How? Well, we've been doing some work. Why didn't you do that right away? Oh, no, no, no. Couldn't do it right away. Had to see what you guys could tolerate for a while. Could see if 550 was in your, you know, if you guys weren't going to bitch at 550, we'll push it to six, seven bucks. And then once you started screaming too much, we'll drop it a buck and you'll be fine again. And that's We exactly seem to be good at five bucks. That's what they're saying right now. Well, we seem to be good at 419. That's where they're like, wow, these are really the lowest they've been in a long time. We've lowered the prices. You raised them. How can you how can you be happy with yourself? I raised it to seven and then lowered it to six. I'm a hero. You're an idiot. <laughs> I hit you five times yesterday. Today I'm only going to hit you once. Isn't it a great day? What a break! <laughs> what a bargain! I just I, I'm I am jaded and cynical when it comes to all this crap, and it's uh, all I care about is the laughs. And I think uh, Sheriff Joe being in charge of something is good for a couple years worth of laughs. I think that'll be great. The wall around Fountain Hills will look absolutely stunning. <laughs> the uh, the subways will be uh, all teenage, white teenage kids working in Fountain Hills. Which I didn't know there were any Mexicans in Fountain Hills anyway. I, well, somebody's got to do the lawns. And I stuff know. Well, there. they got that. Well, they mostly desert and, the golf course. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, Can- Sunridge Canyon and all landscapers in yeah. pink underwear. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get my crew out there. They'll do all that mowing and blowing. We got a, speaking of blow, we got to blow Dickie right out of there. Stop saying that, Sheriff Joe. I'm Sheriff Joe, and I'm going to blow Dickie right out of there. He's bananas. But, yeah, so it's the big primary. Big big parties going on, and you can play with that. Meanwhile, and we saw this coming, another uh, guy in a mascot suit's going to lose millions of dollars for Chuck E. Cheese because he couldn't see a black kid at the Chuck E. Cheese while they were filming it. And, uh lawsuit lawsuits i don't know if b ivory lamar is uh the lawyer for this but if you're not paying attention oh he's gonna be he's gotta be the sesame street mascot which still the person inside is yet to be named and that's the guilty party if in fact racism is a key which it isn't uh oh my god ski mask is here already i don't even have it ready we don't don't have to worry about it this is this is good this is being a good employee at this the hell's going on here with a starbucks i don't know she got a talking to there's no way she's she had her photo shoot yesterday i know i saw that so They're walking on cloud nine over here. <laughs> yeah, chicks love that. Oh, I had a modeling shoot today. Oh, God. <laughs> and I like it when uh, not models, you hear them in the hallway say, I've got a shoot at 11. You've got a shoot. <laughs> Somebody's taking your photo. That's not a shoot. Well, I saw I saw Kenny and Dom sitting in the hall yesterday. Yeah. What are you guys doing? They're like, oh, waiting. Oh, here's like, the other what thing. What time to start? I go, yeah. the show's been over for yeah. an hour and a half. <laughs> It was only. It was only. The Here's the other thing: if Kenny and Dom are the photographers, it ain't a shoot. <laughs> Did they have a fog machine? Yeah, it ain't. Oh, a they shoot. got their own fog machine. <laughs> it's Kenny and Dom taking your picture. It's like uh, Brett and John taking your picture. <laughs> Kenny's a little more professional. We but. thought the setting behind the Walmart yeah. was the best. Yeah. It looks good. Everybody at the when the photographer goes, I don't care, just stand there. It's not a shoot. He's just trying to get the job done so the internet has photos. Jeez, Brady's drunk. <laughs> oh, hey now. Anywho. Hey. Wow, I do. Tap dragon. Uh, back to the, uh, yeah, so mascots being racist are now our new thing. Again, they haven't named a person inside the Rosita costume for the Sesame Street thing, and I believe that was up to like $3.1 million now that they're trying to get. And then Chuck E. Cheese, 
The guy in the rat costume, who, by the way... So they're, they're saying they'll they'll settle for three? Million? No, no, no. That's what the lawsuit is. The oh, lawsuit I thought it was like 150. Well, they had big numbers thrown around, but I think something about three... Maybe it was a guy saying that's about what they could get, but I, I was just reading about numbers. Three million is too much for a mascot that ignores you. You might be... You know what you should get? Free tickets to the park. Maybe. <laughs> I had a bad time. Uh, here's some tickets to the park. We're sorry. The mascots can't see out of those suits. So Chuck E. Cheese, which, by the way, uh, if the kids were so upset, yeah. even a a personal visit from Chucky, no, from uh, the Sesame Street character. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, the Chuck E. Cheese uh, thing is in a Chuck E. Cheese. It's not like they have pro Chuck E. Cheeses wandering around. They've got that dirty, nasty suit in the back of the building, and then they draw straws for which uh, pig employee is going to wander around and put it on that day. He walks through the thing. Hey, everybody. He doesn't want to be doing it. He's not racist. He just hates kids. I'm not the rat. You're the yeah, rat. He hates all kids. He goes through and does the rounds because I think it's every 30 minutes the, the, the rat has to walk through and say hi. The music plays. He goes through, waves, maybe does a couple high fives, goes back into the back of the Chuck E. Cheese, takes that swamp head off, which is filled with monkey pox and everything else, gets out of the costume and goes back to making the world's worst pizza. That's how the Chuck E. Cheese mascot works. Well, he walks through the, the restaurant. There's a little girl. He clearly can't see. He's not a professional. He's not used to this outfit. He can't see straight down. This little girl's right underneath him. He's waving. He's like, you can see it's almost like he's drunk. He's looking around like, where are people? Like, I don't want to stomp on anybody. It's almost like he's half blindfolded. Walks through the thing, and the mom goes, did he just? Did he just? And I'm like, oh, no. Chuck E. Cheese is getting sued. B. Ivory's out there handing his card out. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> we have to stop this mascot uh, prejudicialism. This is insanity. He ignored the kids' high five. It's racial discrimination. So now, and again, dude in the suit not named, the rat is being sued. Chuck E. Cheese. It was, I don't think people know that there's someone in there. Why aren't we hearing about, why didn't the, the Rosita person in the Sesame Street costume come out and say, I didn't see him. I'm sorry. I know. I, I didn't I, say, I mean, I, where's I the person in the suit? How many high fives I missed? Oh, you billions. You were Scooby Doo. Ignored. And then when you have to go in, like you're only allowed to. Your walks are thirty minutes a time. Right. And that's professional like stuff. That's the ones where you were hired to be a mascot. Right. Chuck E. Cheese is the fry cook. He he walks through the restaurant once. Then the next time through, it's one of the waiters. It's like when Santa is at Grandma's house. One year it's Uncle Doug. One year it's Grandma. One year it's uh, Uncle Dennis. It's whoever decides to put the suit on. It's not a job. It's no one's job. Oh, I'm Chuck E. Cheese. And it's no one's job. The suit sits in a closet, and then whoever is willing to put it on for the day will do it. Or to, it's dumb. They're King's back Island. there rock, paper, scissors. Yes, oh, they're, yeah, they're row shamming for it. And I'm like, ah, damn it, i got to put that swamp suit on. You had It was a pretty tight clock because you had three Scoobies. Right. Three different shifts. So 30 minutes is up. i got to go back to the uh, dressing area. Right. And you can't cross over because people Double see Scooby. Double Scooby would confuse the that's kids. A, and that's an instant, you know, you're right. gone. And so you can't you get do- back. So you have to, you basically every shift, you're blowing somebody off. Absolutely. You're you, running you back. Have to, you have to go. To beat uh, Double Scooby. And most Scooby. of the time, yeah. uh, they'll say... You know, you'll have a park assistant with you. Sometimes you don't. If they're there, they say, Scooby has to go. It's time to, you know, he's hungry. How do they do that? Is it like a bowling alley? Do they spray those suits out or do you get in right after the other guy's been doing it in the middle of July? You basically have your own suit for that day, but it's 
it's three other guys, you know, and you have this spray, this antibacterial yeah. disinfectant they hose it spray. Off like bowling alley. And you, yep. Yeah. Wow. That's disgusting. And that is and at you King's Island. You're describing <laughs> King's Island. And you never once ran past a kid, even with like a stringent time uh, constraint before double Scoobies happen, where you're like, out of the way, Scooby's got to go. It's like, what in the world? Did- Scooby just called my son the N-word. It doesn't happen. But that's in a situation where they're actual mascot timed things. This Chuck E. Cheese deal. And that Sesame Street parade. A little more loose. It's, it's, it's a guy who agreed to do it. It isn't somebody who's like, I want to do this every day. It, Rosita is not, it's not on the W-2 professional full-time costume-wearing mascot. It's not a thing. You're not the San Diego chicken. Even that guy had another job until he started making a billion dollars as the San Diego chicken. It's ridiculous. And we're going to sue Chuck E. Cheese. And nobody is talking to the people inside the suits. Why? Is there no journalistic anything to say who's in the Rosita suit? Let's go get their side of the story. I'll tell you exactly why. It kills the story once they say, you can't see out of the suit. I couldn't see the kid. I feel terrible. Story's over. Yeah. Lawsuit's over. Everything. If you ever hear from, and yes, there's and, someone in the suit. And why wouldn't? They keep mentioning Sesame the one at Street, Sesame Street. Just do it right off the bat. I don't know. That's what I don't get, Sesame Place. Why isn't the Sorry. person in the suit? Because they don't want to crush the... Uh, the magic that there's someone in those suits, that they that Rosita is real. I've read an article uh, in the last two days where they kept saying, when Rosita walked by, the character didn't. I'm like, Rosita isn't real. Why are we doing this? It's worse than the trans them they. Like, my God, are we going to offend mascot people if we don't say that there's someone working the outfit? There's someone in there. The Chuck E. Cheese kid has to come out with his hat off and go, I'm sorry. I, I didn't. I looked at the video. I didn't even see that kid because maybe that's all there was to it. But nope, people are going to start suing like crazy. And you know what it does? It eliminates mascots. So you think your kids are having a good time because kids do sure the torn love them. Crowd now, fifty fifty maybe. Some parents are like, "Good, yeah, I don't want to deal with the mascots." <laughs> well, and the other right. ones are like, "The kids light up pretty good." Kids love that stuff. Yeah. Even I, as a kid, was like. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world where those big fluffy stuffed animals started to walk but towards companies them. aren't going to be they'll, they'll have the mascot but no interaction so let's get this straight in 2022 companies there's just way too much legal liability to have a mascot just in case he can't see a kid of color <laughs> if he sees it if he misses it oh no more night parades in case those dark kids show up and you know it's tough for our mascots to see in the daytime let alone my god and no more uh, white kids if we have a snow day because my God, it's too much. We got too many lawyers on board to, to protect us from the fuzzy animals. Idiots, we're idiots. What happened to? It's all right. He didn't see you. Oh, oh, I know what happened. Well, three point yeah. one million dollars happened. Wow. Yeah, I'd do it too. I wish I could sue a mascot for three million dollars. I'd be in on it with him. That whole parade. You know how many kids were blown off by Rosalita? Or Rosalita. <laughs> Rosita. Rosita. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're being a racist. <laughs> the Latinas. Here's what I'd do if I was brown or black. I would be hanging out wherever mascots are right now. I'd be down at Banquin Ballpark every day. I'd be down at Chuck E. Cheese, wherever. I don't know where else they are, but wherever they're hanging around. And I would troll my black kids out there and just say, all right, get to wave and get into their blind spot. We're going to be millionaires. <laughs> and they have blind spots. And then just get a good angle on the camera of your kid getting ignored. And cash out. Because evidently we're too scared as a society to sit and go, oh, shut the f*** up. Your kid had a bad day. 
and isn't racist. If I was Kyler Murray right now, I'd be at Chuck E. Cheese every day trying to get ignored. <laughs> hey, man. I give you the hot five. I didn't see you. What? Probably is. <laughs> he probably, that might have been him in the video at Chuck E. Cheese. Kyler Murray missed on the high five. It's ridiculous. The video is, I feel bad for the dude in the suit because you can tell he's kind of uncomfortable in the suit anyway. It might be what, because they also do that at Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, the first couple days you work, you're the rat. The rookie. I remember my old intern at The Zone. She got a job at Chuck E. Cheese, and I started laughing. I'm like, that's a perfect transition from radio internship to the job force. Is that this, this, is, this is what you're qualified for. You interned for me, and the next job you had, Chuck E. Cheese. It made tons of sense. It's like Jeremy. I bet you Jeremy's been at Chuck E. Cheese. So uh, she got there, and she goes, she quit in the first three days. She goes, they made me, I had to wear the rat costume every day. And I'm like, and, it, and she was like 5'4". The rat costume, she might have been, been able to see through. I don't think so. That rat was huge because we went and saw her. It was the one on Bell and 32nd, or I think that was right. Anytime you put the the dome on, you can see through the, no matter what your height is, because usually the visual is through the mouth. Well, she said it was a problem because she walked past If me. it's through the eyes, yeah, then it's a problem. She walked past Colin and I, and, I'm, and we're like, hey, psst, Lauren. Huh? You guys are dicks. That's what the rat said. And then we <laughs> laughed for 45 minutes. I can't see out of this thing because I think everything was too far apart. It was her first couple days in the outfit. Oh, she, had you, to, yeah. she had to figure out where you the holes were. You on kids. Yeah. So he's just kind of walking through like Chuck. He had a, a, you know, a little bit of a blind spot, maybe, maybe partially. Uh, One of the blind mice. Yeah. He, he's just walking around with his hands out. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's like you're not supposed to talk. But we're like, psst, Lord. You guys are dicks. Get out of here. No, we wanted to see you working. It was hilarious. But yeah, Wait until the uh, no lawsuit. first lawsuit this fall when the Dobson Mustang blows oh, some kid oh, off of the stands. Phenomenal. Let's sue. Uh, amateur. Oh, amateur right. mascot. I didn't even think of that. We had a girl mascot when I was at Dobson. She was great at it. She put the pony head on. She'd run around in the outfits. She had the full gear. Sons That's better hide right. the gorilla. That's right. Better oh, hide the gorilla, sons. If, uh, if I... Oh. No, keep, I keep got out high of the five. stands. Look, yeah. I'll tell you this: I got high five by the gorilla once in uh, 1990, and the du- that suit is so wet from him doing flips and gymnastics in there. When he high fived me, you got sponge oh. juice. It was like smashing a sponge. Juice ran down my arm from his suit. Oh. They've since corrected the gorilla suit because I've I've hung out with him. Like he was up in the suite. I'm like, hey, look at that, the gorilla. And I still realized I don't want him touching me because I, I had post traumatic gorilla syndrome. They layer. And he uh, he doesn't have the swamp hand anymore. When we slapped high fives, it went. <laughs> it was a big high five, too. Kevin Johnson had just dunked on somebody. I forgot who. KJ and I get a high five because I was in the front uh, behind uh, the basket. My dad's company had great seats. Slap high fives, and we're going nuts. And I'm on just I'm cloud nine. The gorilla comes over. Boom, high five. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> This greenish Why? gray water ran out of his costume onto my forearm, and it was a lot. Like, I dipped my hand in goo. But I was still kind of happy I got the high fives from KJ and the gorilla. But you're right. Sun's gorilla. Rocky. Or hide him. Uh, you got to get, uh, what's the, the... Baxter. Howler. Baxter. Uh, the, the Mercury. The clam. That big clam that yeah. runs around Mercury games. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you high five and th- that clam better high five of boys? I'll tell you that, and not just go girl searching, you pervert clam. That shucking clam, yeah. <laughs> I'm shucking. 
What's her name? Connie or Cunny? I think it's Cunny the Clam. <laughs> I'm Cunny! You look like a pistachio. What's sticking out of you? <laughs> Sorry about the language we just heard. <laughs> Connie! Connie! Oh, look at her. She's sweating. Big old moist clam. I, out for there. one, <laughs> don't. I don't condone any of what's going on here with our new mascot, <laughs> Connie the Clam. Why don't we just call her Connie? What is the deal with a vowel? Hey, fans, let's get ready. Get your moist towelettes out. It's Cunny the Clam. <laughs> We're going to lick the sparks. All right, Cunny, that's enough. <laughs> anyway, any mascots might be worth two, three million dollars to you. And what it does is just eliminate the mascot. Who in their right mind now will have anybody in a suit that's, uh, that's vision impaired wandering around with the risk of missing a kid? And, and plenty of uh, white kids have been dismissed by high fives, by, uh, by mascots and everything else. Brady. You potentially had a loss. Against you. You were the worst one I've ever been around. When Brady was a, And he knew me. And Brady didn't have a mask on. He could see me. He called me fan and then walked right by me and my I dad. acknowledged him. So bad that my dad actually said, I don't think you know that guy. Hey, Brady. Hey, Brady. Hey, fan. Thanks for coming. And he walked right by me. And I'm like, oh, I've just been dismissed by the Diamondbacks mascot. What a dick. You work with that guy? I do, Dad. I don't think he knows you. Oh, <laughs> man. My man! I look like <laughs> an idiot. Because Stanislavski over here, the method actor, had to stay in character as Drew Haybatter. Secretly to, the day you were... You were trying to tear down the wall. Secretly the day you were fired, I, I celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Now Brady's Cunny the Clam down at Mercury Games, and it's... Not for long. <laughs> nope, not, not much longer. Not much longer. But if you're a if you're a professional mascot, which by the way there's three, or you wear a suit at all to work with a hat that covers your whole face and you're in a costume, you can't. Everything's racially motivated now. If you miss if you miss a high five, it's worth three million dollars, maybe even more. And Chuck E. Cheese shouldn't have three million dollars. And and by the way, what you should sue for is the pizza. Like what they serve is not human food. I mean, they're fun. It's a fun place to go, but they're they're skimping on the pies. It's not a pizza. Chuck E. Cheese is not serving pizza. It's not a pizza. It's a party. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they're they're living on the on the left side of their uh, promotions. The food is just all right. We'll serve you something. School cafeterias have better pizza. Oh yeah, those friend friend pizzas. Remember that? I think they had ravioli for a while too. And I'm like, who's getting that? Oh yeah. Oh Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Oh. Like, who's ordering that? What? You want in, in lieu of the pizza? You can go pasta. Yeah, the one thing you never Chuck-y want. Uh, yeah. The one thing, even as a kid, I loved Chuck E. Cheese as a kid because it was all animatronics, and then occasionally the guy in the suit came out. But the one thing, even as a kid, I recognized that you shouldn't associate with restaurants are rats. It never made sense to me that the mascot of a restaurant was a rat. Yeah, it's the one thing you're like, let's just not. Why have- not throw some roaches in there? <laughs> Where's the roach durant? <laughs> well, they call them roach coaches. Yeah. I mean, they don't have a guy in a roach suit outside going, it's true. Roachy. I'm the king of them. You should see it back there. It just never made sense to me. Hey, kids, that's cocky the roach. Yeah. <laughs> and also maybe watched four of the, uh, the beginning of Saving Private Ryan was happier than what we had at Joey Caliendo's birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. 
There, there was less carnage on the beaches of Normandy than when we left that Chuck E. Cheese. Toledo got whooping cough. I got something. And my foot almost fell off. I still don't know what happened there. What? Oh, yeah. We went to a Chuck E. Cheese uh, years ago. I can't ago. believe I got out of you there. You were clean. Yeah. Joey Caliendo. Uh, Toledo got like 1800s whooping cough. Not the no, new that's... one. The doctor was shocked to hear it. His son had it. Uh, I got a miserable disease. He was on CBS Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, oh, first it was recorded. Like, it was terrible. Like there were there were people doing studies on the on the six of us trying to figure out where you, well, you went to Chuck E. Cheese and played skee ball. Well, no wonder. You know, the last time they wiped those balls down. Like, that's true. Did you eat the food? Yeah. Oh, you know their mascot is a rat. They're telling you right up front. Anyway. It's a skinny rat, too. Obviously, yeah. he's not eating the food either. <laughs> yeah, the rat isn't, like, robust. You're right. The, the rat looks hungry. <laughs> it's a skinny rat. There's food all over. Yeah. Like, not for me. I've, uh, I'm good. I've got standards. <laughs> I'm a rat that won't eat here. I'm just the face of the place. Yeah, it's, it's a warning sign to me. Anyway, uh, you, high fives. They're, they're worth $3 bucks if you get ignored now. So what happens now? Uh, without mascots, let's say you're down at uh, you know Cardinals training camp, and uh, you know you're watching JJ Watt give high fives, and then your little kid's down there, and he's the last one, and JJ turns, looks at him, and then leaves. Because I have been there for that. I've been yeah. the kid on that receiving. That's line. more of a violation than the mascot. He can see everything. He's not in a suit. There's no excuse. And poor JJ Watt's got stuff to do, and they run him out of there. And sometimes they won't sign autographs. Sometimes they'll sign one or two. I, if I was a pro athlete, I'd be like, I'm not doing anything. The Diamondbacks are going to get sued if uh, you know if they ignore a kid after signing another kid's thing, and it just happens to be you know a, a white kid and then a brown kid. Maybe maybe you just pull the Dave Kingman and throw the finger off, That's and you're good. good. That, that was, I mean, you acknowledged. Should I not have sued the Chicago Cubs and Pittsburgh Pirates for a? Well, he acknowledged you though. He did acknowledge. He did me. acknowledge you. Threw a finger at an eight year old. Yeah, boy. you got acknowledged. I did, and then Bruce Souter came over and gave me. a uh, conciliatory make good autograph on my pennant which I still have but Dave Kingman threw me a finger <laughs> now at that very moment I wish I was a black kid so I could call Dave Kingman a racist and then what about when they point the, when the players uh, point in the crowd before they throw the baseball yeah that kid right you there right there not you and you just blew no. off Raul move your hands I'm throwing it to Whitey <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's uh, we've lost our minds. We've lost our ever loving minds for lawsuits and everything else. If the guy in the mascot suit at Chuck E. Cheese hurts your kid by not giving it a high five, your kid is the most fragile thing on the planet. Has no chance of being an adult. You're teaching your kid that that it's useless, worthless, and weak. Period. That's it. Not that it can't handle any adversity at all. Maybe the guy in the Chuck E. Cheese suit is racist. You know who I'm guessing that. Chuck E. Cheese suit around a guy. I'm pretty sure there's uh, stuff wrong with his brain. It's okay. Rosita's in a parade. She's got to keep moving. <laughs> right, it's right. Easy. Yeah, had a rough day. That was, and then I even tell him just that was kind of crap. It was garbage. But you know what? It happens. And it's uh, the the person inside the Rosita suit's a jerk. Oh, okay. Your kid will be fine. But you teach him to be weak and suey and helpless. Suddenly, uh, you know, the law is everything you think is uh, I need everybody uh, legally to take care of this for me, even though the, it's all imbalanced, uh, garbage. It's all money grabs and stupidity. That family saved money. 
because now those kids don't want anything to do with Rosita. No more plush. Right. No more. Look, I toys. would if I was, I'd be like Ari Spears' dad. I'd tell him everything you see on TV is racist. There is no Santa Claus. That's me. <laughs> that way, the kids just sitting there jaded and doesn't want any toys. <laughs> Sesame Street. Everybody in there is racist. <laughs> every costume. Every one of them is racist. Huh? They hate you. Oh. Yeah, teach your kids that everything on TV hates you, and they won't want to buy it. Anyway, we've lost our minds. But I knew we said it when this was happening with Sesame. Just wait. Line them up. Line them up because mascots miss all the time. And Disneyland, you're next because you got deep-ass pockets. And if they get one video of Mickey skipping over an Indian family, good night, nurse. It is off. Avoid those baby carriage corrals. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> if I'm the guy in the Mickey costume, I am on high alert. I am basically handing a couple bucks to every kid of color I see just in case. Protect an old Walt's fortune. They're pretty good with uh, they, they, the mascots come out. They do. Sometimes they have to walk to a spot. Then they get to the spot, and then it's yeah. you got to get in line. Then it's on. That's then, it's, the, then it's the Gardettes or whoever. Disney's handling it better. He's gone now. Yeah, he has got to go. Yeah. It's like whoever. an autograph signing. Yep. They show, it's like a book signing. It's yep. like, he'll be standing right here. You f- find him, and then that's it. And then they have the app now, too, where they tell you where the characters are. Where before, that you just kind of run into them, which was kind of the neat thing. And I did. I, you know, turned turn around, and there's Woody right there. Yeah. Know, I got a high five from Woody. I told you the story when I was at Disneyland when Pinocchio and the wolf got into a fight. My dad and I Legit watched, fight, watched right? My dad and I were standing over there, and we watched him come out of the store. And it's like, hey, that's where, it must be where the mascots come in and out. And one of them said something. We didn't hear it. And the next thing you know, they're pushing each other. My dad are the only ones. We're the only ones standing in this little corner. And the next thing you know, they're rolling around, scrapping. And I mean, it is a real, legitimate, like throwing punches into bodies fight. Oh man, hats are on. Whole thing. It's Pinocchio and the Wolf. I'm like, this is insanity. I'm like, is this real? My dad's like, I think this is real. Snow White starts. I think it was Snow White. One of them princesses comes. We said, help, help! And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> this is real. And then they they scurried us out of there while the mascots. Hilarious! It was a pretty great moment. No pictures, no proof. My dad and I still are like God. I wish we'd have filmed that. It would have been great. And one of those old one of the rare soundless, Disney yeah. fights that isn't on film. Yeah, it, yeah. The, uh, Nowadays, the mascot fight in Vegas. Oh, this is a classic. Yeah, this one. Oh, this is when Minnie started to fight. Uh, well, Mickey and Minnie were Soul fighting a security, security guard. Security, yeah, yeah. And that's right outside of the Aria. That's the. At this, oh, <laughs> oh, I mean, she's getting on. Banger. And everybody, you know, nobody helps, but there's heads laying all over the place. Carrot Top's sister just yeah. got pummeled. Yeah. She's got a big Mickey shoe. And let me tell you this. Shoes on. Mickey and Mickey. Yeah, and I still don't understand why these stores don't protect themselves. And whether or not it's real or otherwise, you take the, the black employee and you go, I was in the suit. You give that kid like 500 bucks and say, go out and say you were the kid in the suit. Get Rosita, have a black person come out. as If I'm smart and I'm running Sesame Place, I just go out and I say, here's five grand to the person who was in the suit. Here's five grand to the person who wasn't. If it, it, and, and you need to go in front of the press and say, yeah, I was in. I can't see out of the suit. And then make it a non-racist thing. Protect yeah. yourselves. I don't understand where the people in the suits are. We haven't heard from the person working the suit yet. I don't get it. Maybe they're just waiting until the, until the trial. The court. Are they going to call Rosita onto the stage, onto the stand? 
Yeah, I was Rosita. <laughs> I was Rosita for 11 weeks up there at the Sesame Place, and uh, I didn't see that little girl at all. <laughs> How can you disprove that? Fact. She looked like me, so I got nervous, and uh, I just kept walking, just in case. Rosita's <laughs> eyes were clearly looking at <laughs> <Yeah>. those kids. <laughs> they ain't real. They yeah, ain't real. Mine's actually in my neck, and I hate to you know, pull back the curtain and all, but I thought that was one of mine. I've been ducking her for a couple of years. Or just have Toledo's dad on there. I thought that was my kid. I, I was running. <laughs> well, they buy that. Yeah, they mean. believe that. All right. right. Oh, All that right. makes sense. All right. Anyway, if you're a person of color, go hang out around mascots. It is a payday. until And do it while mascots still are around, because pretty soon they're just going to eliminate them. Because that's what we end up doing. We get rid of things. <laughs> if it goes the family's way, yeah, it yeah. will be oh, payday city. Huge payday. Well, there's going to be a settlement. Deshaun Watson is going to get involved, and there'll be a couple people with money, and then the whole thing goes away. And Rosita will have a six-parade suspension, and it'll all be over. They're throwing that out. Brett was talking about that before, that uh, Warren Moon was on the NFL Network, yeah. and I've seen several other people say that the Kyler Murray contract was racially motivated to have the study clause in there. And I'm like, well, first off, his agent, Kyler, and his entire team supposedly went over this. So if it's racially motivated, you're calling his whole team racist because they didn't once point out that it was racially motivated. And by the way, for a quarter of a billion dollars, you can change my name to the N-word. I'm fine with that. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I would have no problem uh, being called a racial slur every single day, having it written on my shirt for $250 million. Now, maybe that's just me. But I don't think that you can call somebody trying to give you a quarter of a billion dollars racist, too. And also he signed off. Yeah, and he signed it. Which I'm look, I'm I'm looking at the page with the money too. Yeah. My whole contract might have insults all through it. I don't care. It was a nice it was a good it was a good chunk of change. dollar amount. Gave it to the lawyer. He's like, everything seems in order here. You're fine with them calling you meatball, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be known as N word in the morning. I'm like, Yeah, that's fine. Did you say Edward? <laughs> we oh, like yeah, everything sure. here, boss N word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your new show is going to be quite interesting. I might tune in. <laughs> And you're also Cunny the Clam. Well, I'm fine with that. <laughs> quarter of a quarter of a billion dollars? Okay. I'm not going to call my employer racist right after that. And, I, and Kyler's not, in fairness. It's people trying to make something out of something on the NFL Network, making everything about race. But I don't know how you do that. That's pretty good racism, if you ask me. Well, Here's a quarter of a million dollars, or billion dollars. Can I call you the, a name? You can call me every day. <laughs> You just gave me $250 million. What do you need from me? I'll do it. Four hours of uh, study. Four hours of study time, because I think you, you might not be smart enough to be my quarterback. Four hours. Oh, well, hey, now. That's <laughs> a lot. Oh, so I have to do four hours worth of work on top of my job? Quarter of a billion. Okay, I'll do that. Thanks. I don't think it's racially motivated at all. There's obviously something there. I mean, you didn't see Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady's contracts having that stand out. Right. Did they have two games as Big Red? <laughs> well, he can't be. Kyler can't be Big anything. He'll be Lil Red. <laughs> Lil Red. It's like Big and Lil yeah, Enos from Smoking the Bandit. It's when they do uh, uh, Henry uh, at the Suns games. They do the inflatable. I think his name's Henry. The inflatable giant gorilla and then Lil Half. And he comes out and he's a tiny uh, gorilla. He's adorable. And he comes out there and he starts doing the dances. And that would be Kyler. He's the little tiny mascot. He's Lil Red. But yeah, I, it, there have been plenty of quarterbacks, no matter what color they are, that when you're like, uh, they kind of start to suck, we put clauses in making sure that they're yeah. doing stuff. I'm sure there's been clauses in plenty of contracts saying, hey, Ben, 
How about no more bars? How about no more being seen in bars anymore? Like, All right. Is it racist or is it is it like wise to say we've noticed that you like to you know force oral sex onto girls in bars in Atlanta? We'd like you to not be in bars anymore for a while. Okay. There were contracts for guys that weren't allowed to play. You know, you can't ride a motorcycle. Ben was in trouble. He had that in his Get deal. That. All sorts of stuff. We're like, stop doing dumb stuff. And, and Warren Moon wants to say it's about racism. I don't care about racism. It's, that's that's good racism. Didn't the Cardinals have, weren't they, if I'm not mistaken, weren't they the first team to have a black GM and a black uh, coach at the same so. time? Yeah, same time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously not now. Sure. But. But Warren Moon's trying to – and I've seen a few other people say, oh, it's racially motivated. I'm like, no, it's not. Nobody is racist that gives you $250 million. Immediately eliminates racism. I know you can't buy it off. The guy can still be a racist, but he's one of the best racists ever. <laughs> like if a Klansman was going to hand $250 million to a guy, I think he'd take it. That's like, a heck of a plantation. Yeah, that is an unbelievable Klansman. Who gave you that money? Well, I don't want to say. It's kind of embarrassing, but see that dude over there in that hood? <laughs> he gave me $250 million and asked me if he could call me names every day. Thank you, you took Duke. it. You took it. Goddamn right I took it. I got money from a cyclone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like the leader of the whole thing, man. Give me $250 million. I take that money. <laughs> you can call me whatever you want for a quarter of a billion dollars. I'll even sing some of those songs. Oh, baby, I'm the free. Got me swinging this old hoe. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Good night, ladies. What's he doing? We gave him a quarter of a billion dollars. He's, he's playing the role. Whatever you want to do. I don't know too many people that wouldn't. And if you wouldn't, you're morally superior to everyone on the planet. No amount of money makes that okay. No, it doesn't make it okay, but it sure does help. Slapping high fives. A billion dollars on me. <laughs> Call me whatever. There are so many things I would do for that. I'd be I'd be blowing Klansman. <laughs> Lift your skirt, old man. I'm going in. Give him double hand jobs to the robes. I'm in. Quarter of a billion dollars. I'm your hoe. There isn't a name. It's sticks and stones, man. There isn't a name you can call me that's going to wipe the smile off my face when that check goes through. It's a lovely moment. Uh, quit suing everybody. Just tell your kids they had a bad day. Smack them in the back of the head and say, you must have done something wrong to the rat. And move on. Racist characters. We've lost our minds. Uh, give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. Uh, a good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.